Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that has gotten over its despair that there are no cinemas and has figured that we can still do something. My name is Tosin, I am based up near Coventry in the Midlands, and joining me on the Isle of Wight are Sharon. Hello. And also joining me, all from Bournemouth, from his childhood bedroom, is Sean. Hello there. <laughs> yes. Oh, all right. So we managed to come back last week. We managed to do a show where we spoke about, like, you know, the love of cinema, the power of cinema. Use whatever sort of, like, you know, cliche term you want to use. And we managed to speak about that last week. How did you guys, uh, how have you guys been doing since then? Yeah, I've, I've been doing really, really well. I've, um, I think I said, did I say to you last last week I joined a couple of uh, Facebook pages yes yes you said yeah, I, I think yeah the Westerns one and I've spent like I, I joined the Wild Bunch Westerns and Warren Oates and I spent most of the time on Westerns really and I've, I've done loads and loads of posts and I've just had so many people talking and about and it's just it's just great to find loads of people that are just like well, well I've been talking to people from all over the world about you know favourite quotes from films and what's good what's bad <laughs> what we love so rather a lot of time and, and I also caught up on The Walking Dead so I watched The Walking Dead oh, I thought okay. it got better actually. I what? thought it got better the last few few series the last few series it's a time jump because they've jumped ahead in time haven't they and they've got The Whisperers they've got The Whisperers yeah haven't they, got they the jumped ahead a couple yeah. of times in The Walking Dead I say this yeah as... they tend to yeah. I say this yeah, I say this, this, is being... this is years yeah, be, being a show that I don't watch, and being a show that, if I'm going to be honest, I have, uh, I, there's things about The Walking Dead that I feel it should have ended a long time ago. I, feel, <laughs> I'm like, what? How much story do yeah. you have? And I feel like they, I feel like they it just, got a bit I feel like they just keep yeah, adding stuff to make it to make it last longer. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got to admit, it's not as good as the early. It's 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 definitely definitely not as good as the early, but it's it's got a little bit more action in. And because um, it did go a bit sort of soap opery, I think, for a little while, and it was like, you know, oh no, we, you know, but now it's got more back to the blood and guts. Stupidly, not as not as quite as clever because I think there's a few issues with it, like continuity and yeah. stuff going on. But the the actual, should we? <laughs> sounds really cruel, doesn't it? The actual killing the zombies and the whisperers and the, you know, there's made it's gone back to major like major scenes of of. Uh, zombies getting the head sliced off and stuff but yeah. i did think for a short time for a short time it went a bit bit soap opery yeah but it's, it's it's i mean it's not it's nowhere near as good as it was the first first i think the first probably the first four episodes maybe and it started to decline a bit and then it just went a bit a bit you know soap opery and but now it's got to or, or put it this way i'm enjoying it i don't know if it's because i can watch them one after the other but i'm actually enjoying it Okay, cool. You know, although there are there are some silly bits, you know, there's some bits that I could, you know, I've me been and my. Watch from the beginning. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen the latest ones? Yeah. Uh, Sharon, have you? You know yeah, the bit where? Well, you know, I'm, I'm maybe I'm a bit a bit. Um, let's just say one of the main characters, I, <laughs> from, from what happened to him, <laughs> from what happened to him, I don't think he'd have been. You know, um, I don't think he'd have been quite as survived. Should we say I'm amazed he survived? Really? That, okay, um, I, I just I, what, what I do is I just say I just say uh, 
garage scene, alpha, knife, you know? Do, do you know yeah, the I know what I'm Do you think, what do you think? Well, Sorry. he had help, didn't he? There was someone uh, yeah, he did, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. know. Oh, yeah, I mean, very, 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 uh, very fortunate, should we say, for yeah. the okay for the amount of time that passed. Yeah, okay. Anyway, enough. Okay, okay. okay. Let's, so, yeah, let's, 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 let's put it this way. All right. There, there is. So recently, we spoke about the Invisible Man, the TV show, the Invisible, and there was a bit where Sean was thinking, "That's so stupid," and I had to sort of watch it and give Sean a counterpoint to that. And this is this is uh this is a um. It's a bone of contention between Sean and I because Sean can't believe that I am forgiven of it. There is no way I, I can pretty much guarantee that I'm never going to be able to watch The Walking Dead and give you a counterpoint to this scene, Sean, because this is a show that, <laughs> this is a show yeah, that yeah. I, I, I think I saw the first three episodes or something. I went, oh, yeah, that, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll catch it because I didn't have Sky and I was like, I'll catch it when I can actually get them together. And then when I when it got to like season seven or something, I'm like, "What do you mean this show is still going?" And I would hear the recap of every single season, and I'd be like, "Isn't that the same stuff that happened the last season? Isn't that the same arc that happened in the last season?" And, and so when you said soap opera, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, this is a show that in my head that is how I see this show. I see I see it as a soap opera. I see it as the Grey's Anatomy of zombie of the zombie genre is just going to keep going and going and regardless of whether the quality goes up or down they're just going to keep finding a way to resuscitate oh my god it's so like a zombie they're going to keep finding a way to bring it back to life <laughs> just like a zombie <laughs> oh but yeah no fan no fan we've had three different showrunners who've directed it so i think as they've changed showrunners you get a different emphasis and um, what's, what's your take on it do you enjoy it I still like it. Yeah, I've been. I haven't missed yeah. an episode. No, no, it's. No, it's I don't it. like it, and I don't mind the soapy aspects of it because you know you do see the progression of these characters from when you first meet them to their life experiences and what makes them the way they are. So I don't mind that. Yeah, but where um, is it going? Amazing. Where is it going? I don't know that it ever ends. Exactly. No, that's why that's you've it, been. Yeah. The series has been put on hold. There's another one, isn't it, that jumps forward 20 years into the future. Uh, and it's all about the grown-up post-apocalypse. And it's their experiences of living, growing up in a world. Oh and my. so, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, there are now <laughs> these sister shows. Uh, like the Spear of the Walker Dead and there's, I forget the name of the, the new one that oh. has been postponed. Yeah, Fear the Walking oh, Dead. Have you been watching that? Have you been watching that? Fear the Walking Dead? Though I am a season behind, I because I I'm not prepared to pay for it. It's like what we talked about last week, didn't we, with the cinema? <laughs> oh yeah, who's yeah. paying for that? No. So I've why well, I have Sky, but Fear the Walking Dead has been on AMC, which you have to have. You can only get through BT Vision or mm. whatever, the BT Television thing. So I think, hang on, I pay for Sky, I pay for my cinema thing, I pay for Amazon. I'm not paying again. Yeah. So no. it, when it's a season old, it then comes on to Amazon Prime. So I've seen up to season four of Fear the Walking Dead, but it's still you have to pay for season five. And I'm thinking, no, I'm not paying again. I'll pay for every other darn thing. So I'm going to wait, and then I'll watch season five. The thing is with watching these things, sorry, Tobias, we let you talk. The yeah. thing is watching these things, it's, I was looking on the internet to see what were the best episodes of, because I've got my favourite episode. Um, and I have to say, on all the sort of polls I've looked at, they're all time, you know, of the all time Walking Dead episodes. My favourite one is the Terminus one. 
which uh, which that's and that I think that was what season well, two was it? Power comes in for terminus, or when they first go in. My, but yeah, the, when when you know it all kicks off, when it all kicks off yeah. with like the, the the you know slaughter scene and stuff. So yeah, that's okay. that's that's always been my favourite episode. It's always stuck in my mind that one. You know the one I'm talking about, huh? Yeah, I know. You see, the, I I no. <laughs> No. Okay. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Like it's like the fact that they. I I hate it when I can't see an end to something. I hate it when mm. it's like I was speaking to. Okay, so last week we were talking about um the first of a uh the first of a trip we took to the cinema, and I was talking about how I went to the the Swiss Cottage Odeon with my friend Shegun, and he has this whole thing where um because of uh in my time i've been doing a lot of playing sort of crossword games there's one particular one called cody cross that i've been playing and i think i might have sent you guys a clue once when i couldn't figure out what a clue was and yeah, i, sent I couldn't it. get it i couldn't work it out yeah and so every now and then i send a clue to people and he and there was i go into this one particular category where the person who wrote this um, crossword was obviously a fan of a japanese manga or a japanese anime called dragon ball z and he kept having all these clues that I could tell this was a Dragon Ball Z thing, but I didn't have the answer to it. And so I would send them to two of my friends, Shegun and Benga, and Shegun would be like, oh yeah, that's obvious. Oh, that's this, that's Redditz, that's that. It's like, oh, what do you mean? You haven't watched Dragon Ball Z? And I was like, yeah, I watched one, I watched one, um, one, uh, they call them sagas instead of like, instead of seasons, they have them sagas, like they have the Freezer saga, the Cell saga. And I was like, I watched the Freezer saga, and then it started getting a bit silly because it would take one week for a fight to finish, and it would, and then after they would say, "This guy is now the most powerful person in the world." Oh my god, he's so powerful! And then get to the next saga, and they'll be like, "Oh, by the way, he wasn't really that powerful. He has someone who is even more powerful." And I was like, "This is is not going to end. <laughs> it's just not going to end." And so I sort of switched off, but he was like, "No, no, no, you need to watch some of them." And there's some Japanese shows that I will not get into. Because they have 500 episodes and they haven't ended. Yeah. Like Bleach. Bleach I, has 500 shows. I've seen those on Netflix. Yeah, and it hasn't ended. One of them was a Korean one. I thought, oh, I saw an advert for it. I thought, oh, that looks quite good. And I looked and I thought, okay, how many episodes in a season? And I started scrolling down. <laughs> and I got like RSI before I got to the bottom of the episode. There's yeah. like 400 episodes. Uh, and, yeah. Um, I mean, I... I really like anime, but I don't like the series. I just like the movies, you know, the odd movie here. Yeah, and there. yeah. Give me the odd movie. Give me something that I know is a contained story. Give me something that I know is going to end at some point. Don't give yeah. me something that carries on indefinitely. And that is my big problem because I think after a certain time, TV shows, when they keep going, they get to that point where they essentially become soap operas. And it's keeping it going is more interesting than telling a good story. It's more it's more important to them than telling a good story, and I feel like The Walking Dead is there. So mm. yeah, I feel I feel The Walking Dead is there. It's like keeping it going is more is more important than telling a good story. So <laughs> I th I th I, yeah, another thing I don't know about you guys is I've been watching some just normal straight on TV movies. I mean, I, I think I said last week I watched a Spy who came out in from the cold, didn't it? Yeah, didn't yeah, I? yeah. Did I say that mentioned that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what's other things I've watched? So I watched the. Oh yeah, I watched um, uh, Total Recall, the the remake version again, which I I'd seen. Oh, the one with the Colin Farrell. Out, but I watched the one with Colin Farrell. That's it. And um, so yeah, so I've been because what I've been doing. Well, I mean, when I say I've been watching them, they've sort of been on, and I've been doing me 
uh, Western movies forever in the um, Facebook thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, we, what is the name? What is the know. name of this group? Let's give them a shout out on. Let's give them. Um, a... Yeah, Western Western movies forever. Western movies forever. So yeah. Western yeah. movies forever. Say at least that we've spoken. We, we've spoken about them and see Western movies it's, forever. It's, it's just really good because I can, you know, like I mean. I mean, uh, you know, you have conversations about, oh yeah, remember that bit and this bit, and so I spent quite a lot of time really. I've got, I've got lots of likes. I got quite a few likes on some of my posts. So, and <laughs> I mean, I'm becoming, I'm, be, which is, it's good though, Toes, because I'm becoming a bit more au fait with typing now and sending stuff off. Yep. Although I do, the biggest problem I have is I do tend to hit the return button when I want to <laughs> hit the the delete button so they get like so when a post comes up it's not finished you know what i mean so yeah. I have to look, put like about three posts it'll come up oh yeah and then so and so says we built it <laughs> you know so i keep hitting the return which yeah. before i finish saying what i want to say so it all looks a bit odd but i mean i'm getting there i'm getting there oh we we are happy to help you with your technological which is a technological fight sean yeah <laughs> yes well we as are... i say i want to do i did do i did oh oh yeah i might have to send you my blair witch I might have to send you my Blair Witch. Oh, you did um, a spoiler rant for the Blair Witch. Well, no, not a spoiler rant. I did a Blair Witch thing when I was in the thing. I, I, it's not a useless one, but I might do one. I might actually go over there tonight. The sun's actually come out. I might do a Blair Witch, <laughs> Witch run. And, well, you, I mean, you, I might do a rant. Have you started, doing, you have you started doing parodies? Have you started doing film parodies now? Yeah, yeah, film parodies. Well, I sort of, I mean, I, I, trouble is I take little clips here and there. It's like, oh, which path should I take? Blah, blah, blah. But they're all little clips and the trouble is with me tozing mm -hmm. um, I mean you obviously the editing is I think I should just send a whole bunch to you and you put it into a nice little montage because I've got all these videos on my phone loads of stuff like maybe 30 seconds a minute you know 20 seconds whatever yep. but I never really clear them out I, and, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. and I've, I've got like an editing suite and I've got like four different things going and they're all it's just all over the place I need to all because I've been told, really, you should delete stuff as soon as you, you filmed it, really. Or, you know, keep the stuff you want and then get rid of, you know, stuff like that. Sean, you were talking about being on, uh, becoming a star on uh, Facebook groups and people are beginning to sort of like, finally, finally, you're getting, you're getting the online recognition you deserve and people are finally beginning to realize your <laughs> wisdom, your Western wisdom. Well, Western wisdom, <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing, isn't it, how people are in, I mean... There's other groups as well. I started off at just someone invited me to the Wild Bunch fan page. Yep. And you know, like once you once you go to one place, and then I got invited to the Warren Oates one, and then this Westerns Forever. And I looked at that and I thought, yeah, I've got so much Western in the way of front of house deals and posters and stuff. I just got to go on that. And yeah. I spent most of the time. It's really difficult though because I thought, right, I'm going to spend one day. I'm going to spend one day on movies of the seventies, one day on Wild Bunch, one day on. But I tend to spend, nearly spend all my time on on westerns forever because so i really need to get a bit more disciplined well for those of you who've been listening to the podcast you would know that sean for it sean is a massive western fan the wild bunch is your favorite film and when it comes to your favorite actors of all time warren oates is pretty high up there yeah that's it <laughs> all right cool. I oh, oh i tell you what i saw stanley tuco stanley tuco what was it stanley, stanley tucci something? Tucci, that's him, in something. <laughs> and I thought he was all right in it. Oh, so, yeah. oh, sure, sure, don't get Hi, up. Please, yeah, okay, so, so hey. we, uh, uh, Sharon, what did you say? Uh, that's high praise. 
No, it's high praise. Yeah, That's, I know. It's high praise you because me. yeah, because oh, for those of you who've been listening, you know that you know how sometimes you just have like this irrational dislike of somebody for no good reason, <laughs> and everybody tells you that you're wrong to have that irrational dislike, but you still have that irrational dislike, and you don't know why. And one of Sean's irrational dislike objects is Stanley Tucci, the universally loved Stanley Tucci. Sean just doesn't like him. Sean's like, no, no, he's a fraud. No. <laughs> No, no, I'll tell you what it was. It wasn't something I saw. It's just come back to me now. It was on the radio. Oh, yeah. And it, it was on Radio 4, and he had Tordo, and, and it was all about, like, the Great Depression and different scenarios, but it was written as a screenplay for a Hollywood movie. Okay. Absolutely brilliant, and it was. I loved it. So he, and he went through, like, things in that, but it was, uh, uh, but it was like, he was, like, reading a screenplay, and apparently it's a book he's written. Oh, I yeah. Think, I don't know if it's a book he's written. Um, but yeah, and he sounded on the radio. He came across. I thought, wow, he's excellent. So yeah, that's it. I just I knew it was something I wanted to say to you ages ago. So yeah, <laughs> you're like, I finally a... get it. I finally get why Stanley Tucci so loved. So, <laughs> I, th- I think it's he was in he was in the um uh the talk, what's the one with the uh, what do you call it Catching Fire and all those you know the, the Hunger Games yeah. What? He was Caesar Flickerman. Yeah, I didn't rate him in that. All right, so uh, so with me, the things that we have, or the things that um, the irrational things that you don't like. So Sean is beginning to see the point of Stanley Tucci. So maybe Sharon might begin to see the point of animated movies, and maybe. <laughs> Mm. yeah maybe and maybe i maybe i after all these years will finally understand why everybody loves mad max fury road so much but (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah because i actually did something this week where it was like a facebook list and there were it was you had to you had to list 10 things that you that everybody else loves but you don't and and i yeah 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 everybody else loves but you don't and i had like at the top cheese and coffee and then going down, going down, I eventually had Mad Max Fury Road. And you might know Peter Peter Jenkins <laughs> or you know, or the island. He goes, so she was like, it was like, it was yeah, my number eight. He was, like, was like, number eight, what? And I was like, yeah, I know. The whole world seems to love Mad Max Fury Road and I don't get it. <laughs> wow. Sharon, Sharon, right? I, there's one of these, I did do one of the posts, so I, I commented on a post. It seems that the uh, people that, they rate the searches as a really, really hot. Nearly everybody seems to search as the searches. They've gone about the yeah. searches. John Wayne film was the best Western. Now, John see, Wayne, I, John Ford. That is one of my very, very overrated films. I think that's overrated too much. <laughs> I don't, I I don't do. love it either. I have to say, I love it. Oh, oh, Sharon. No, no, I don't love it. Oh, oh, I think it's. Yeah, Ethan, isn't it? What's his name? Ethan. Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk. Not Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hunt, is it? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's, that's like, Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hunt, these... Ethan Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's. I think yes, I I never loved it with the whole. Um... Well, that when she gets uh, when she gets abducted. Yeah, yeah. that's the one with yeah. the Indians. I mean, I don't think I think it's it's, it's a little would. bit boring, but um, I'd probably be pilloried for that, you know, because loads of people love it. They think it's like the one of the greatest westerns yeah it's like it's, a, it's a, welcome to Netflix versus cinema a hype free zone you hype something <laughs> we will tear it down <laughs> it's like okay yeah all right so um what else so Sean we've heard a lot about what you've been doing Sharon how about you have you actually started watching anything yeah 
Um, we started watching a series on Netflix called The English Game, which mm-hmm. we're going to finish off tonight. I've been watching that with my mum. We've been splitting up in like one or two episodes at a time. Because with box sets, it's so easy to sort of binge watch them. So we've been spacing it out over a week. So I've been watching that for the last week. And I started to watch The Last Kingdom, the latest series of that. So I'd read all the books. Yep. Um, yeah, so, but I haven't seen, I saw a couple of films. I just, to have, have an evening, I sat down and thought, oh, I can't watch a film because, you know, that's what I do. Yeah. And I spent longer actually looking for something to watch than I did actually. I felt like I went through all the menus of all the things. I thought, I was like scrolling endlessly and I thought, oh, I watched that. And I watched a film that was absolutely, I wouldn't say dire, but I would say it, um, it could have done better. <laughs> and that was a, a film called Time Trap. It was a new release on Netflix. But these <laughs> students that go into a cave and time runs differently and then they end up fighting with like Neanderthal man and then uh, Wild West and other uh, a, like a bit like the time tunnel from the nineteen sixties, Irwin Allen thing. Yeah, just like that. Just like that, but just really badly done. And and the characters I thought were the most interesting sort of it was a bit uh, just one word, I don't like to use this word, but lame. Well, okay, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Right, I have I have admitted that I am a bit of a snob when it comes to some things. I'm a bit of a I've, I'm a bit of a film snob. When it comes to titles, I feel like titles tell you a lot. And when you have a film called Time Trap, that title sounds like a straight to straight <laughs> yeah. to the sci-fi channel kind of film. I, I don't, I don't yes, think... it will appear in about five years on sci-fi, and yeah. you'll go. Well, have I seen that? And I walk uh, five minutes in, you go, "Yeah, I've seen it." Yeah. And, and, and I think, <laughs> I think also, also now nowadays because there's so much choice, like when you go into Netflix or anything like that, I've become like mega judgy on something. We're just, I'm like, "What does that look like?" No, that looks cheap. Oh, that looks like I'm waste my time. That's, <laughs> and I think yeah. honestly, the title "Time Trap" would have been a would have been like a red flag. I would just have been like, "Nope, been not for me." <laughs> yeah. It should have been a giveaway years ago. There used to be a film company that made director video films called Medusa. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of Medusa films, but as soon as when we had a video that we rented from the shop, as soon as we saw that it was by Medusa, we go, yeah, it's going to be cheap. <laughs> and I think we of, uh, of a Medusa film. But then it's like cheap can be fun. Cheap can be fun. But yeah. but I think so the more often than not, when, when you have cheap and earnest, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't go together. Yeah, that's it, really. Yeah. You have to you have to watch some Swede movies. Have you ever seen that one? Swede? Is it Be Kind Rewind? Be Kind Rewind? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw no? yeah, Be Kind Rewind. That, yeah, that, that's Spike Jones, yeah. Spike, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen that. <laughs> I, 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 haven't, I haven't actually seen Be Kind Rewind. I've no, seen... I've seen... Oh, I've seen Human Nature. I've seen, obviously, being John Malkovich. Uh, I've seen, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what's the name of that one? The, the Charlie Kaufman one uh, adaptation. Oh, but I haven't seen oh, yeah. Being Can Rewind. Oh, all right, oh. okay. So, <clears throat> what's 
one of the things that we have been doing that we decided that we're going to do is that we're going to find we want to find out about you you random people who listen to this i say random people it makes it as if i don't actually care about them you lovely people you <laughs> lovely people who listen to this <laughs> want to find out like what you've been doing in the lockdown what's been going on with you and as you said we've had these questions that we have been asking people which is in the celebration of cinema, so we talk a little bit about Netflix, talk about what this has been watching. We talk a little about, um, and on, in our cinema section, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the first film that you saw at the cinema, the last film you saw before the lockdown happened, um, why it is that you love going to the cinema. And I have two great interviews that I've, I've conducted already with, with people who've given some really good answers. And, um, and what are you most looking forward to seeing when cinemas reopen? Now, I first interviewed our London correspondent, Holly, about this. And I think her first of thing at the cinema, which Sean Sharon, you haven't listened to it, but it'll be playing on the podcast now when people when people listen, is okay. her first her first it was actually pretty cool. He said she went to see a drive in movie in Zimbabwe. Wow. Oh wow. In yeah. Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe. Oh, wow. That was the that drive in movie. She, yeah. Her first <laughs> her cool. first experience of the cinema was a drive in movie in Zimbabwe. I can't remember what film it was that she said she saw. But she remembers going to see it with her parents, and it's uh, and sparked her lifelong love of cinema. So, for years of you who happen to be listening to the final edited version of this, you will hear Holly now. Hello to London correspondent Holly. Hi, Hello. nice to speak to you, Tyson. Nice to speak to you again. Okay, now we have just finished having a big raging discussion about all these things in the world and putting the world to rights and people going outdoors and all that. But we're going to run away from that, and we're going to talk about films. Now, you said, um, I'm not sure whether you listened to the last show that we did, which because we've had like a two-week break where we haven't done anything because we've just been sat down there going, Hang on, the show's called Netflix versus Cinema. What happens when there's no cinema? <laughs> and and we've, we've, we've been trying to figure out what we actually do going forward because we can't just sit down and talk about Netflix. So, um, and I saw on your Facebook page that you had something that said something along the lines of sit down and cry because there's no cinema to go to. I was thinking about that as an option personally, yeah. <laughs> well, sit down and cry because there's no cinema to go to. Yeah, yeah. It is on my list of th things that you're looking forward to when this is all over. Yeah. In my top four is going to the cinema. Yeah, and, and okay. And so, all right. For, I mean, sure, obviously, this COVID thing has affected people in all areas of life and in all walks and every single thing. It's affected them in some way. But um, for us, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where they, I didn't really think about how it, what it was going to take from us. And then when it took the cinema away, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This thing's kind of serious. It's taking the cinema away. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes exactly that's not what we expect you psychologically you can cope with the idea of being locked down somehow yeah but there are things that your brain doesn't quite encompass and losing things like the cinema like theater just somehow feels that little bit too i i don't even know what the word is <laughs> wrong I was say esoteric which just, isn't quite right but it, feel, it feels wrong it's <laughs> yes, it can't possibly happen because things that can't change. I mean, yes, we can have to stay at home. Yes, we can absolutely not go for walks. I completely get having to queue two meters apart to go to the um, to go to the supermarket. But yeah. surely they can put like two meter spacing in the cinema, can't they? <laughs> and then, of course, I realised that that's not actually how it works. And yeah, it's it looks sad. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember sat sat down a, a couple of shows ago and just sat down with telling Sean and Sharon. I was like, "Yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to happen." So what we what we've decided to do is essentially talk about pretty much 
celebrate cinema celebrate cinema and all that kind of stuff so for you i'm going to ask you three questions number one why do you think the cinema going experience is so is a thing so in part because it's one of those few moments when you can truly isolate yourself in something yeah good word good word isolate it's it's akin to a theatre as well and I think they, they are in, in many ways interchangeable if you think now about the number of theatre shows that you or the performances that you can now see in the cinema you can see how they can you know are not they're, they're not the same but there are there are ways and means of doing things and you know if we look at now the fact that there are you know uh, brilliant plays being shown from you know National Theatre Live on TV you can you can cross over media but the cinema and the theatre, what they both have in common is that that feeling of focus. You, assuming you're not an awful human being, you are, or <laughs> film ever, you are folk or, or play ever, you're focusing on what's in front of you. You don't have external stimuli with any yep. luck. Yep. So you're able to put all of your attentions. I can, I'm not very good at watching things with subtitles at home because I'm incapable of not multitasking to high heaven yep you know five things at once is perfectly normal so focusing fully on the screen and appreciating everything i'm seeing is not as effective um which is why i've had to see the witcher three times to try to figure out what on earth is going on Um, that's and I'll just pause and say that clearly this is going to impact the release of series two of The Witcher. I'm not happy about that. But, you know, <laughs> so, so, you, is... so you watched The Witcher three times and you decided, you know what? Yes. Yes. Well, to be fair, I decided yes after I got to the end of the first watch and thought, I do like this, but I'm still, con- I, you know, I've not paid that much attention. Yeah. You know, about thirty percent attention. So I'd better actually watch it and pay attention because it seems quite good. So I went back and watched it again and thought. No, I definitely like this, but I am more than a little confused and I feel some of it requires actually a little bit more attention than I've given it. So I watched it for a third time, part of which was also because I liked the music. Um, Toss a coin to your witcher, old valley of plenty. Plenty, old valley of plenty. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's, it has to be done. Um, it's, I could basically, I could just put that on loop in the background. But um, so yes, there's a there's a trauma, COVID yep. trauma, Mark. Yep. You know, it's, yep. it's clearly far worse than anything else. <laughs> but the the experience then backtracking to the cinema is that you are you are in a space that is dark, that is theoretically quiet, and where in front of you is something that is arguably assuming it's not bad or even sometimes if it is bad is all consuming yeah and your focus is set upon what's in front of you yeah you're in you're in a a microcosm and have the chance to absorb something to really appreciate and be in a in a different it's 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 equivalent different but equivalent to reading a really good book where you just become so lost in yourself yeah and in what you're reading that that nothing else you know it comes in it's the, the disadvantage of this being a podcast rather than being video is you can't see the hand movements that involve a lot of me <laughs> waving my hands in the air to try to express what's in my mind yes <laughs> 
but yeah it is that it is that feeling of of total focus of experiencing something that is not your own world um that in you know in many cases is very special i mean i look back at some of the things i've seen over the last year and and they vary from being brilliant to bizarre cats you know downright yeah well you know the only (laughs) film i ever given zero stars to good lord what on earth was happening even andrew lloyd webber when he's doing his random you know show show tune things at the moment said don't worry it's not cats (laughs) what does that tell you it's well it tells you everything really doesn't it yeah so so we'll we'll set we'll endeavor to set cats aside emotional yep. scarring emotional scarring thanks for bringing that back i've now got <laughs> jellical cats in my head again tears <laughs> so yes cin- cinema has the power to take you into somewhere totally immerse you in a world that is not your own be it a, a realistic one or something fantastical yeah it it takes you out of your own existence and allows you to experience something else all right cool Thank you very much for that. Now, the second question, and what some of the things you said, we'll, we'll come back to some of the other questions that were coming. So the next, the and so Sean Sharon and I, and another guy called Joe, used to be on a podcast. We've done three podcasts together. The first one was one called They Don't Make Them Like They Used To, in which we, which was on hospital radio, and we spoke about um, old films, films made pre-1980. And one of the things that we did was um, we would go into the, uh, into the hospital and we would ask people, what is, can you tell us the story of the first film you ever saw in the cinema? And as part of this whole thing of us trying to see, okay, we can go to cinema, but we want to, we want to um, celebrate what cinema is all about. We're asking people, people who listen to the show, those questions. So, well, two questions, really. What was the first film you saw in the cinema ever? Tell us the story of the first time you ever went to the cinema. And the th- second question is, what is the last film you managed to catch before the lockdown happened? Okay, so first film, I, the first film I saw will have been one of two, and I cannot tell you which it was. All right. It was it, either either way. It was in Zimbabwe oh, when yeah. I lived there, which we moved there when I was eight. Um, so, so it was either Batman Ooh. or it was Dances with Wolves. Ooh. Now, my experience of Batman, I have to say, is almost you know I, I have no recollection it was dances with wolves i have some very very clear recollections of and we saw it in a drive-in and i went with my parents and my dog um which will is, is as bizarre as it sounds oh yeah and um it was i mean it was it was it was you know a good film experience but obviously it was i was under 10 so it was you know i was below the appropriate age limit for it i don't know what what rating it was um i'm going to go either a pg or a 15 or something I'm no, i think i think i think there might be, be first, the, i think it was more than a pg <laughs> yeah it, when it would be the only uh, 15 film my parents would ever have let me watch bizarrely uh but mum got to got me to cover my people were killed I did so, not so, always succeed so, in doing this. What was that? What was that I that you just entirely said? Entirely unmoved. Yes. You, I, the last thing yes, I heard was you say, "Mum got, got you." To, to, you know, when there was, yeah, mum got me to to cover my eyes yeah. for any sort of particularly brutal upfront people being killed. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, I did not always succeed at that. <laughs> it was you know, 
frankly unmoved by people being killed yeah when the wolf gets shot i was in tears all right i will carry that with me for the rest of my life i'm not worried too much i won't say i i, I might have spoiled it for somebody i'm not really worried at this point if i spoil dances with wolves for anyone yeah given i haven't watched it and i'm not worried it's yeah it's uh it's it's one of Kevin Costner's better films, but one can safely say the list is fairly short. <laughs> but it's it, I I carry it with me to this day, and that's you know the best part of thirty years on. Yeah, that you carry that experience with you of go- yeah, and I remember I remember sitting in the car and I remember having to hug my dog. Um, as I was so distressed by this, yeah. and I still get the same way. If if um, if animals get hurt, or I read things about lost cats, I automatically have to check on my cats, even though it's completely illogical. Um, it's 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 an instinctive response. <laughs> I feel very strongly about. It. So that was my that was my first ever easily effectively uh, recalled cinema experience All right. um, the other ones I would have been to I'd not been to the cinema before we moved to Zimbabwe which I said we did when I was 8 and yeah. I only remember, I must have seen more things but those that I remember going to see Batman I remember very clearly going to see Dances of Wolves and then the next one that I clearly remember is Jurassic Park and I am in fact wearing a Jurassic Park t-shirt as we speak because that's just sometimes how I roll it's a, that's, a, that's a break of like 5 years yes all right. And there will have been other cinema trips in between, but I have no recollection of them. Ah. Well, interesting. Good stuff. Exactly. I don't know what that means. So before before the world went mad, before the you know the, the pre-apocalypse arrived upon us, uh, I had a a double bill. Oh yeah. And went to see first of all The Invisible Man, uh, followed by Dark Waters. Oh, all right. So, really so at, at, at this time, at this time, okay, we might just ask a question because Sean of this parish, Sean, um, when he heard that the lockdown was about to happen and he knew that cinemas were going to close, he specifically went to the cinema and had a day or like a whole evening of just back to back to back. Where he saw nice. he saw he saw onward followed by they were doing a preview screening of the first episode of The Mandalorian. He saw that and then he finished it off with Oh what was the final thing he saw? I cannot remember what the final thing he saw was. But he actually so was this double bill kind of like you going, They're gonna close cinemas down. Before it happens, I'm gonna go in and watch this thing. Or was it just No, it was just that we really wanted to it's just that our timings worked well. Yeah. So we done. Over so this the is you, you and of, Steph, your cinema buddy. Yep, exactly. Yeah. It was fitting in around my diary, about around her her work rotor, and we were we were looking at what we could combine um, mm-hmm. successfully with our timings, with whatever she was doing beforehand. I think she had an afternoon tea, and how we could effectively meet up at the right time and. Sadly, it meant she had to be five minutes late for the Invisible Man, which was pretty distressing, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, uh, and I can't remember whether or not that meant she. I think she, no, I think she wasn't five minutes late. I think she was more like two minutes late. So I don't think she actually missed any anything, um, or or sat down just as it was, just as the the 
it actually started. And we both hugely enjoyed it. You're the Invisible Man. Yeah. It's a it's a jumpy film. Yep. It's very jumpy. Yep. Um it's I mean I I am inclined to jump at the best of times. So, you know, me me being startled by something is mostly an indication of some sort of you know, character failing on my part or whatever, rather than necessarily a film being the most frightening thing imaginable. It might just mean it, it might just mean that you it might just talk about your affinity with cats. They're they're big jumpy. <laughs> that is true. I mean, you should have seen one of mine today who's been leaping around for no conceivable reason and trying to join in my Pilates class. <laughs> we are having a mixed relationship at present. Um, yes, really, really enjoyed it. Thought it was. It was very well filmed, um, well constructed. I liked it as a take on the on the sort of the, the original concepts and the, the you know the concepts that arise again and again of the, the sort of the invisible person, yeah, and and what it what it means um, in you know sort of psychological and everything else terms. Yeah, um, I did towards the end. Did guess the the very the ultimate ending. Yep. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily about. I didn't feel that that ruined it for me. It actually was rather was satisfying mm-hmm. uh, to 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 feel a, feel a completeness to my my expectations. Yeah, I think it's for, well. I think you and Sean are the only people who I've spoken to who have seen it, and all of us have said, "Yeah, we guessed what was going to happen." I mean, there was only. There was only one logical way for, yeah, for the end to the end to be as it was. Yeah, because that is that is with that I and or, or this is about your experience of it or anything. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I I felt like it started off quite well, and I felt like you could have done something quite clever with the whole idea because obviously taking the whole idea of the invisible man and and applying it to abusive relationships which obviously mm-hmm. nowadays and a lot more films that were being released were actually addressing this whole idea of abusive mm-hmm. relationships about this power imbalance between men and women and i felt like it could have done something really clever with that but i feel like as the film went on towards the end it kind of devolved into jumpy revenge thriller Yes, yes, I think that's a fair call. Yeah, and it's um, and for, I thought I thought it was it was a bit of a shame. I was like, ah, oh, it would have been good if if they, they could have had something really really great here. This could have been like you know the Fight Club of of um, of abusive relationship films or anything like. But it just kind of devolves into a <laughs> standard thriller towards the end. I still gave it a solid four stars. Mm. I mean, I thought it was—I thought it was very good. But you're right; it could have done a little more. Um, and as a, a sort of segue into you know what we're doing whilst we're locked down and abusive relationships, I have a book lined up to read called *My Dark Vanessa*, which has just been released, which is about a woman having to reconsider the relationship she had with her teacher when she was 15. Um, and promises to be a very interesting insight into abusive relationships. Oh yeah! So there you go. So, so for for those who are looking for something to do <laughs> whilst we ride this out, it's it's got ravingly good reviews from people most of us would respect as authors. So add it to the reading list. I'll let you know how it goes. So the gold star. Okay, all right. So um, now obviously. The worldwide film thing has been put on hold at the moment. 
What are you? What are you most look? What are you most looking forward to when they say, "I"? Because the figure is going to be staggered when they say, "Right, you are a allowed to go out of the house." Then maybe a month after that, cinemas are open again. What are you most looking forward to? Just jumping in and doing. Well, uh, so when I'm allowed out the house, it will be cinema. It will be going <laughs> for drinks and dinner and coffee with friends. It'll be seeing my parents, mm. and it will be able. It will be being able to go on the swings in the park just round the corner from my flat, <laughs> which I haven't done in a while. But I do once in a while. I will at you know sort of ten o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. I will go and sit on the swings because sometimes that's just what you need to do, and I miss the swings. Oh, okay, cool. Before you said ten o'clock at night, I was thinking a you might have to join a queue, and b you might have to push some seven-year-olds out of the way. But... <laughs> oh, to be fair, I've done it during the day and I have no I understand that they've got to try. I understand that these are studios and they've got to try and see if they can recoup some costs because they were in their heads. I can imagine thinking that they were cheated out of at least another week. Of okay, so but I do think that fifteen pounds is too expensive. I'm sorry. Yeah, and also yeah. Welcome to the rest of our worlds. You know, you you they can suck it up just like the rest of us happen to. It's not like anybody else is having a barrel of laughs right now. I thought, gosh, wouldn't it be lovely if I could just you know eke an extra dollar out of somebody I don't know because you know the world has turned. Oh, there you go. That's well, my, my moral, my moral stance on. Well, speak, know, speaking as a small videos. business owner, that's pretty much exactly what I'm trying to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yes, to... and rightly so because you're a small business owner, and I hope you have been through all of the appropriate processes, and you have been given sensible advice by people to ensure that you're maximising the amount of money that you can access. Oh uh, well, they will let me know if I can access any money whatsoever by the first of June. So, <laughs> uh, oh, and I have some, you know. By the by, I have some potentially useful contacts for you. So, you know. Oh, cool, good stuff. So what, what's it's what friends are for, my dear. All right, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, anyway, Holly, London correspondent, stay safe because we hear it's crazy in London. We gets kind of weird. Yeah, it's good. We, mostly, mostly the sunbathing, which frankly I think is exposing people to unnecessary levels of UV. Wait, wait, sunbathing? What in like? people uh, yeah literally they're just there's a park around the corner from me why the hell not sunbathe uh we can we can spread a virus <laughs> and we can get skin cancer at the same time it's nice to see people multitasking good 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 for them good for them but absolutely. anyway absolutely big thumbs up for t- them endangering themselves endangering the nhs <sighs> till the next time till the next time and uh thank you for uh Thank you for being on the show. 
uh, Netflix versus cinema, even though there isn't really a versus anymore. As we say, Netflix has won 2020, but we can still celebrate cinema. And uh, Absolutely. And if Steph ever comes out of a hospital and wants to talk about stuff, send her our way. So that was Holly. Sean, sh- sorry? Short, short. Well, drive-ins may be the the drive-ins may be the cinema of the future because you can socially distance. You can have a cinematic experience. Oh, and Sharon, what a wonderful idea. Oh, screen. Oh, Bring Sharon. back the drive-in. Oh, Sharon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Talk about a silver lining. Talk about... that is, that's a terrific idea. That is a what great call. Why is it nobody thought of that? Why none of the big... Like Cineworld and all them thought of saying, I tell you what, let's find a place and let's get a drive-in. field, get a field, have yeah. a drive in, Odeon drive ins. That socially, di- <laughs> oh my, this is awesome. <laughs> Sharon, I'm sorry, but you've blown my mind. You have absolutely blown yeah, yeah, no, my that's, mind. That's brilliant. That's like a I back. Was th- this, I was thinking this in the week, actually. This was just what I thought, why don't we just have a drive in? But uh, that, mm. you know, that's how my mind works. Oh, good lord. That is. That is like a back to the future move right there. It's like Do you think but would it the thing is I think I think probably with that you you know, I mean if they it's probably be quite expensive. Got Wi-Fi. And... Well you got Wi Fi now, so you could have the sound while That's I played in at That's some point. That's true. What, what do you mean expensive to, to build or expensive? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how many people and what they charge because there might not be too many people that would turn up. Do you know what I mean? Well the and thing you, is you probably have to wait till night. Well the thing is like it's you know, a great idea. It's a great idea. But but you know how every now and then they have like a movie in the park or something like that? Yeah. And those things are always really, yeah. really well attended. Like they go and they say, we're going to have a movie in the park. Nat West presents, uh, I don't know, Greece or something like that. They're always well attended because, mm-hmm. it, because of the novelty of it. And I think, to be honest with you, the fact that you can set up a movie in a park means that the, the price, the, the price point of building one of these should go low. All you have to do is find a field. Find a field that, like you know, a yeah. farmer will let you True. go into. Set up a screen, and you can take it down. You can, and so you can have it there. People keep driving in. People keep coming in and keep watching the film. Oh man, we need to get some money. I set this thing up because this is a this is a post lockdown <laughs> genius idea. Yeah. <laughs> you, you set up a film. Uh, we can, <laughs> I think about all the fields you have on the Isle of Wight. No big deal. I mean, that play, they're not going to be doing the Isle of Wight festival. Go set up a drive-in movie theater there. Yeah, let's go. Fairly, you, 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 have, yeah. you have it all set Actually, up. You could have a film. You could have a drive-in. You could have a drive-in film, film festival. festival. Yes, drive-in all all different movies. Drive-in, like you would have like, <laughs> the all... Isle of Wight Film Festival drive-in. You could have like all You'd the best like, about, about four fields with oh. different films going on. Yeah, you have like all the best, all the best drive-in movies. All the okay, so you could have okay. I know, like Sean, you're like Tulane Blacktop, which I haven't seen. Um, yeah, is yeah. that the one that has Warren Oates in it? There's, I know there's a drive. Yes, Warren Oates is in that. Yes. Yeah, and there's something, something Overdrive. Pardon? There's some film that has a name like something, something Overdrive. That's a driving. Uh, movie. Maximum Overdrive. Maximum. Maximum. Yeah. You that's could... based on the Stephen uh, King novel. Maximum. Novella. There's a film called Maximum Overdrive. You could have Christie. And um, Jewel. 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 Yes, yes. Another one. Spielberg. Jewel. You could. Jewel. I, I would. Jewel. Yes. You could have Vanishing Point. You could have. Uh, dirty married you could have all those go back to the that's an idea i would put i would put once upon a time in hollywood in there as well because it's been a lot of that film in the car yeah definitely yeah Mm. yeah that would work that's a good idea someone's you know someone's going to pinch this from us and oh yeah somebody somebody with money film festivals somebody with money and the you know 
and the actual wherewith because I mean we're talking about it now, but it's one thing to talk about, it's nothing to actually get up and make it happen. So, yeah, 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 it's true. So, so I think that there's going to be someone who's going to be like, "Ooh, yeah." But if that happens, we mm-hmm. can probably. Do you, do you reckon we can sue? No, we can't. We can't sue somebody for the idea of a drive-in cinema. Although, if they no. did it on the Isle of Wight at the Isle of Wight Film Festival, Inter- then <laughs> intellectual, intellectual, property. intellectual copyright. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an intellectual yes. property. <laughs> it's ours. We came we up with it. Remember my old crime definitions, you can steal something that's non-corporeal. So you can, yeah. You can own something that's non-corporeal. So, oh no, but, oh, great, great shout, Sharon. That is an... It's our idea then, right, Sharon? Post... Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. You're it's my like, lawyer. You, know, you can so, be our lawyer. Socially yeah. distant, socially distant cinema. Pro- can, we already have yeah, it. I can, I can be the promoter. Tozin can do all the techie stuff, oh. and um, and uh, Sharon can be the legal side of things. Oh. Handle the. I handle the legal. Yeah. Oh, oh honestly, so that, uh, sorry, cool. seriously, that that is blowing my mind. That is absolutely right. <laughs> I've been wondering how how can cinema exist after this, and you have just provided the answer, Sharon. I'm sorry, you have. Driving movies. It's I so obvious. Movies. It's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, oh my, you've thrown me now. I don't even know where we're going with this thing anymore. But, but well, we had colleagues. The first film we've she saw house. at the cinema, so yeah. we've just heard her. Uh, interview. Yes, we, we um, well, those who are listening to this would have heard it. Should we pretend like you've heard yeah. it as well? Yes, uh, it's a good, yeah. I mean, it was good. I mean, I mean, it was nice, nice of her to do the interview, wasn't it? it was a good, oh, yeah, yeah, good interview. yeah. Holly's always, well a, Holly's always good fun. Holly's always good fun. Yeah, Holly's always been, how is Holly coping yeah. with the lockdown situation? Because oh, is she yeah. in a flat? I mean, we've, we've been saying, hey, we've got a garden, we can go in the garden, it's no worries, but. I don't. Does she live in a flat or something? So is that much she, harder? She okay. does live in the flat. She does live in a flat. Um, she was talking, if I remember correctly, I did. I recorded this about two weeks ago. She was talking about having going out of the house and seeing other people every now and then, and going to going to a nearby a nearby playground and getting on the swings. And now that she <laughs> now that that's in lockdown, there's nobody to stop her getting on the swings anytime she wants. So <laughs> that and she does have a cat. She does have a cat to keep her company. Um, who, oh, well, that's okay. Whose names I can't remember. I think it's Max. I can and imagine Kayleigh. they've got. I'd love to know the names of those cats. I wonder. I wonder the names of cats. Always funny. I should imagine that'd be quite an interesting name. I names like. I, I can picture a black cat with a diamante collar called Sophie. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I believe that she has. She has a boy cat and a girl cat called Max and oh, Ali. Right. I believe, brother and sister. Uh-huh. They're sort of white with the the mostly white with like you know patches of. Black and brown. Uh, totally, totally different to what I thought. Then it's like when you, <laughs> when you, when you hear someone talking and yes. they turn it, or you get a mental picture of someone you've never ever seen before. Yeah. You get this mental picture, and when you actually meet them face to face, nothing like. Think, <laughs> oh, never like. You know, you got them like the. Oh yeah, they must be quite tall and blonde and and what have you and all that. Yeah. And uh, uh, Holly, you know, Holly yeah. is both of those things. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, she she's uh, she's definitely tall. I'm pretty sure she's taller than well. I say tall. I think she's taller than me, but that that's not saying much. But um, uh, she's definitely been blonde at some time of her life. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a natural color, but her, her natural color is definitely towards blonde. So 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 far so good. But here that you, know, you might just have given Holly a, an idea. Holly, Sean says, go get yourself a black cat with a diamante collar and name the cat Sophie, regardless of whatever gender <laughs> the cat actually is. <laughs> 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 all right cool so um 
so that was it and oh uh, i think we're we're talking we said we're going to say a little bit about the last film that we saw before oh, yeah. the, before the lockdown yep. happened so shall we shall we because we've already we've spoken at length about those a little bit before um so shall we round those up what were the last films that we saw at cinema before the lockdown mm-hmm. happened yep okay do you so, want do so you want sharon, first? sharon you go first because i think you you had a you had a good experience yeah, I went to see Military Wives. That was the last film I saw at the cinema. Um, well, actually, I, the last two films I saw at the cinema I enjoyed. I went to see... Emma. Emma, mm-hmm. before that. So, the, yeah, the last two were, uh, yeah, were uh, good experiences. There was, yeah, Emma and Military Wives. And aren't you glad you did? Very because good. if not, you'd have to have forked out £15 <laughs> to watch this. <laughs> on itunes or amazon prime or something with a cinema at home i'm like i'm not paying for it anyway we've gone over that ground we've gone over that ground yeah we've been there yeah <laughs> so no i enjoyed both of those films for yeah for entertainment value there's more there's a lot of pathos in military wives it was it was surprisingly sort of moving i thought it was just gonna be about singing it's gonna be you know like yeah. the, the choir on the television they come together they sing they go to the albert hall hey all fun and games but it was actually quite a lot. Of, there was a, there was real emotional depth to it about loss and about a community and about how you can support one another through quite simple actions. So it was very um, timely. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it is. They were not actually could not get together, but people have been singing, haven't they, through meetings like this, through Zoom and other mediums. Yeah, yeah, you had. So yeah, I think it's a timely film. It was a good. It was a good one to watch before yeah. this kicked off. You had Captain Tom and the NHS Choir getting to number one in the. In the oh track. yeah, Captain Tom. Happy with, birthday, Captain Tom. Yeah, oh, Captain Tom. Yes, yes, and uh, and I have to say, with quite a bit of heavy lifting from Michael Ball, but. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yes, yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 did you see that thing with um when like Paul McCartney and the Rolling Stones and Elton John and did you see that bit that was on when they all sort of got together and did that stuff did that at a home concert that was a few weeks back (laughs) I heard about it I didn't bother finding it (laughs) no I I wouldn't I I wouldn't bother it was awful (laughs) (laughs) one of them could sing I've seen some of these together just shows you what just shows you what electronics you can do yeah yeah so you USA. No, I have seen some of these recordings where, like, Gary Barlow has been doing these um, crooner sessions. I think a couple of those have been really good, where he basically, he's in his studio and he calls up someone and they they basically sing together on their phones and they post a video. So I've seen a couple of those. They're good. Yeah, but that... no, like the Big Night In, I saw a couple of the bits of the Big Night In and this sort of big Lady Gaga's concert. I saw a couple of them, but yeah. I thought, I'm not going to sit for five hours watching that malarkey. Eight. It's not exactly live, aid, is it? Yeah, it, it is, uh, there were some of them that uh, the only one I've seen is the Radio One. Radio One did like a they did a version of the Foo Fighters times like these, um, uh, which actually I admit is actually quite good. Away and because it's slowed down and you hear the words, you think this is stupidly relevant for where we are right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that one I've seen. But to be honest, with you, I've, tr- I've avoided a little bit. The big night in, I avoided. <laughs> the the uh... yeah, I watched a couple of them afterwards because I thought, oh, that looks quite funny. But they're not. Again, one of the things I saw, I, don't, I wasn't a fan of Little Britain, but I did see the Little Britain thing. Yeah. And one of the David Williams said on that, I said, oh, they're never as funny when they're at home. He's <laughs> 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 exactly right. They never are. <laughs> well, yeah, I, there, was, there was this thing I saw on the BBC website that was talking about um, wh- which shows are working well without an audience. And there's some of them, like, yeah. I've, I've more or less avoided time normal TV. Well, Question Time, I think, works quite well because there's no so much rah 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 
um the yeah. uh, the graham norton show i think it's a bit like talk, chat shows are a bit weird <laughs> chat shows are a bit weird without an audience but it's uh yeah i don't know but uh hang on what, what was that point what were we talking about we're we talking about Sean, you were saying. Oh, I think we're going to talk about the final film about that you Big saw. Night in, Big Night In, oh, yeah, Big Night, whatever, whatever. Yeah. How, how awful, how awful the songs were. They no, were no, terrible. No. Without, without, like, just shows you what um, technology can do with people to sing. Because I thought they all sounded awful. My, I, I saw, <laughs> I didn't actually see the Big Night In. I think they had a, a little bit of uh, on one of the news programs. So, yeah. but anyway, yeah. it was rubbish. Yeah, so, the, yeah. Sorry, sorry but, Rolling Stones, you sounded bloody awful. No, I, was, uh, I think I think I'm getting really, really cynical as I get older because yeah, it, because you know they've yeah. been doing a lot of stuff for charity now and everything like that, and everybody's talking about NHS together, and this is another one of those things where you know everybody seems to love it, and you're the you're the sort of Scrooge in the corner going, "I'm gonna suck it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, clapping on it. the doorstep. Yeah, uh, we've been clapping on the doorstep, but we've noticed it's. Not as spontaneous. Well, it's not spontaneous anymore, is it? So you feel that. I, I, I honestly felt that should have, have been to... a one time and done thing. It, yeah. yeah. Essentially, one and done. Clapping, clapping on the doorstep is becoming like the Walking Dead. It's going on way too yeah. long, and people are just keeping it yeah, going yeah. for no good reason. And it's beginning to mean less. Yeah, I, I mean, we. <laughs> yeah, it becomes less meaningful as it goes on because we found this in our road. The first week, it was like, yeah, we're out there clapping. And the next week, it was still enthusiastic. But then by week three, we were like, Okay, there's okay. It's a minute up yet. <laughs> so yeah. uh, personally, I feel okay. Knowing having people in my family who work within the NHS, I'm like, keep your clapping and just treat them better when you go to the hospital. Actually, listen to yeah. them. I'm like, it's like, yeah. what's the point of clapping and saying, oh yeah, we really, really appreciate the NHS, and then you're going to go to a hospital, go to an A&E department, and jab your finger in a doctor's chest and start yelling about how I pay your wages, therefore do what I want. And yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah. As I said, I'm, I'm getting. You I'm know, getting... my brother's an ambulance driver as well, so we see that from his side of things. Yeah, well. it's, it's just, it's just. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to appreciate the NHS, don't go out on at night, get drunk, and then have some paramedic come and pick you up, and you're trying to fight them while they're trying to actually help you. Don't do that if you actually really want to appreciate the NHS. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, Sean, what was the final film you saw in the cinema? <laughs> oh, final film. Yeah, I'm just going to say it's really interesting. We spoke about the Invisible Man. It's fascinating watching you, Tozen, because you phase in and out. So, like, where you are now, you're there. And then when you move, when you move, which I assume is to my right or your left, all your technical stuff comes in. Go the other way. Whoa, he disappeared. Look, he's, got his, he's gone. He's gone. There he is. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Yes, that's, yes. That's I'm, I'm just trying to show you, Sean, like, that this phasing thing could happen. It could happen and it could be totally convenient. Whenever I want it to happen. There it is. I'm it going. Yeah, there you go. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Just the toes left. Try, oh my goodness me! There's a little me. bit coming. I can see it. You're phasing in. You're phasing out. You're phasing in. You're it's phasing like, out. It's like a peekaboo thing. This is like a peekaboo zoom <laughs> game. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last film I saw was um, the Vin Diesel. Was it called Bloodworks or something? Oh, Bloodshot. Blood. That's it. Bloodshot. That was yeah. the last film, and yeah. that was the tu- that was the Tuesday night before it all went nuts. Yeah. And, like lockdown and that. So it was very. And I went to, I took the, I'm not sure if you, I know you've met um, Jennifer Sharon, but I don't think I you've haven't, I haven't met her. Anyway, That's the Chinese yeah. teaching assistant. And we've got some, uh, we got, we went to see, uh, yeah, Blood, what's it called? Bloodshot. Bloodshot, yeah. And um, we were the only ones in the cinema. And I think I've got some, some pictures of us in the cinema because she wanted to take a couple of photographs and stuff. So perhaps I'll put them up. But that was, 
that was a Tuesday night. It was the last performance. We were the only two in there. There was hardly any anybody in the cinema at all, so that must have been starting to Because you had a bit down. of a marathon, didn't you? Didn't you do a bit of a marathon yeah. a couple of days I, before? When you saw I this did, was coming, yeah. you thought, right, let's go and get yeah. as many in as we can. get as many in as we, we possibly could. So, yeah. Um, it was all right. It was a right film. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I, I, I mean, our mate <laughs> John, <laughs> he didn't like. It. He said, oh, "I'm going to watch John. that." Oh, okay, okay. Well, I thought I thought talking about John. Happy. I thought I was talking about somebody in the film. No, this is this is Happy no, no, John. Happy yeah. John. Another one of the characters that shows up on this podcast like, every now and then. Because <laughs> we asked him, I asked him. I said, "Did you want to come?" And he's like, "No, because it won't be no good if it's in these. All the the says it's not very good. All the all the." press i've seen about it's not very good so he didn't come to see it well but, um, i'm not gonna uh, so, yeah, have, i, I, I didn't mind I yeah well you've seen it have you seen bloodshot i know i haven't seen oh. it because now the only oh, way right, i can okay. see is by pay 15 quid and i'm definitely not paying that to see a vin diesel film i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but we really uh, dear old john the i sort of I, I don't know if we bully him would you say we bully him sharon would you say i bully him or not <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I think the jury's but, out on that. I think, oh, right, I think, okay. I think you, you you tread the you, you tread the fine you line the between good natured yeah. good natured joshing and bullying. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the the film that yeah the film that he or we go on I don't expect he really likes it that much. But he he watched that. What's the latest Fast and Furious ones? Is it Top Kit and Crubs or something like that? What's the name? Oh, oh, Hobbs uh, and Shaw. Yeah, it's called Hobbs and Shaw, but all the time, every time I say about it, I say, oh, your favourite films that like Trocket and Crubs or <laughs> Bubble and Shaw or something like that. And he goes, no, I didn't say it's that good. So, yeah, so but I don't think that class is bullying. I think that just classes as, you know. Um, I, I think it depends on what side of the... <laughs> We should do, okay, ne- tune in yeah. next week when we get where we get Happy John on, <laughs> and we ask him whether he yeah, feels well, bullied by Sean. Is that show us yeah, whether? Why don't we? Show us, show us whether. Show us where the mean man taunted you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I'm not the funny problem. I hate, I hate bullying. I hate bullying. That's why I sometimes feel I bad about it. But I, know, I, know. I just think it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, with that, but he takes it. He does take it in good part. He does take it in good part. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so my final film that I saw in the cinema, and as I said, we were going to be it, it sort of. So I've done two of these interviews. I've interviewed um, London correspondent Holly, and also one of my friends Yatish, who, <laughs> who I've got quite a funny interview with him because I put up on Facebook last week saying what was the first film that you saw at the cinema, and he said he go back and he went. It wasn't by choice, but it was the Care Bears movie. And so, <laughs> so I interviewed him about that, and he made a point. He said that the thing he loves about the cinema is not really watching the film; it's the bit afterwards when you get to talk about it. So essentially, things like this podcast. And he was talking, yeah, and, yeah. and it made me, and it made me think, yeah, that's actually one of the good things about cinema because it doesn't matter whether you see a bad film or not. If you see a bad film with, uh, and I think we've all had situations where we've gone to see a bad film with maybe the only ones in the cinema. And it's one of the funnest experiences you have because you just yell at the screen, <laughs> yeah. you throw popcorn, you come out afterwards and you, you've been through something with somebody and you're like, yo, that was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really, really bad. So, so I feel like two hours in the cinema is never wasted as long as there's other people who watch it and you can just sort of like go on about it and you can complain and you can whinge and you can moan about it. And whinging and moaning oh, yeah, about I... a, a bad film sometimes I think is more fun than sometimes watching a good film. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I remember going to see a film called, I think it was called The Gallows, awful film, screen six at the thing. Yeah. And 
there was a couple behind that watched it. And as the guy got up, he goes, that's the worst 15 quid I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, <still remember. laughs> I, I just remember him saying that. <laughs> well, the thing but, is, yeah, and I, I have to say that I agree with him and I'm so glad I didn't pay for it. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. I, that's the thing I reckon. Like, when, I think when you go to the cinema, more... Uh, if you watch a bad film at home on Netflix, like, um, what was that one? Time Trap that you saw, Sharon? Time Trap. Yeah, yeah. like, you just, I, I don't know, it's weird. If you watch a bad film at home, you feel, I've just wasted two hours of my life. Yeah. Yeah, but if you go watch it at the cinema. You can still have something on hand while you're watching it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but if you go watch something, if I go watch a bad film at the cinema, and I come on, I just come on, I sit down with you guys and go, you will never believe what I've just seen. <laughs> it feels like, it feels like the time has been better spent. I don't know what kind of mind trick yeah. it is that the cinema's played, but I went to see Fantasy Island, which was one of those films, which was kind of like. Oh, right. Yeah, which was one of, and I think I spoke about it, but it was one of those things where you're just sitting out there going, who the heck released this in cinemas? Who the, who the, who the heck thought that was a good idea? And, and oh, uh, and Sean, when the, I'll, I'll tell you what, okay, no, I didn't send you guys the Holly interview, but yes. I'll, send you, I'll send you the Yatish interview um, because there's a whole section of it where we start. Okay, so Sean, you, you can't believe that I'm giving, um, I'm giving Invisible Man a bit of a pass for the phasing in and phasing out. And I can't believe that every single time you watch yeah. Batman vs. Superman, you come back going, you know what? It wasn't as bad as the last time I watched it. <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe that you say that. And th- there's a whole section in it's that just, interview uh... where, where we go on, where we go on. About and I, I just, yeah. I, I, I still... I think it's just... <laughs> The phasing in and out was it was in was it opportune times? Do you know what I mean? When that the, the, I'm talking particularly about the, the hospital scene, yeah. the hospital scene. Well, yeah, that's the only you place where it happened. Okay, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what's going to happen. Right, one of these days, Sean, when we get this film, when this film, when we get it on a place where we don't have to pay fifteen pounds to see the Invisible Man, you and me are going to have to sit yeah. down and watch it and record an audio commentary of that scene as we it goes do that. in. We'd, we would do that that's as, as it goes idea. in, that's as it goes in, idea. because I I think that there's there's certain bits. That, uh, Anyway, never mind. Never mind. I think we have to. Never mind. We'll have to record an audio then. commentary of that of that scene because the set of it's where I'm like, no, it works, it works. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's a whole bit where we talk about Batman versus Superman, and I have to admit, there's some films in my life that usually it seems like the films I hate the most. Sean, you're kind of like, you know what? I thought it was all right, like Pompeii. <laughs> I remember I... <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody laughs at me for that. But that's just a bit... Of, uh, I, 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 I like to do that to be a bit, a bit contentious. But yeah, no, I mean, like I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Look at Sharon's face. Look at Sharon's face. Sharon has just found out that... I just was here. Did you say you liked Pompeii? Sean is notorious right. yeah, for, yeah, say, yeah, for saying, with... yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Pomp- is all right. Yeah. I thought I thought it was you're, you're, a classic you being thing from old Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland was was really good as one of those um, Roman prelates. Yeah. I thought, you know what I mean? No. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he's one of his best roles. One of Peter Sutherland's best okay. roles, that was. Okay, okay, Sharon. You are definitely being ironic. <laughs> okay, Sharon, I'll let you take this one because <laughs> no, I, I've, no. I've been through this with him. I've been through this with him. <laughs> there is... <laughs> so, yeah, Pompeii, well, I didn't we'll, like that we'll film. Have to do, we'll, have to, we'll have to do, yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a likey, not likey. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, watch, we'll watch the scene, and you can go through the scene, and you can talk about why you don't like it, and I'll go through the scene and talk about why it works. Wow. <laughs> All right, cool. Zoom is telling us we have five minutes left, so I think it is okay. I think it's time for us to. Sean, you going out for a walk now? I am. Yes, indeed, I am. Yeah, I will be. Sharon, what are you going to do with the rest be. of your evening? Um, Mum and I are going to be watching the last episode of the English game on Netflix. Oh, cool. It's not about when the FA Cup started or something. Yes, it's the beginning of the the early days of oh, I've seen that. Um, football uh, in this country. I've seen, two, I've, seen, I've seen two episodes of that. I've seen two episodes of that and I haven't bothered to watch the rest. I got, <laughs> I've got a bit mundane. It's, it's where the Millen Town, where the two like Scottish footballers yeah. come down, is it? Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We liked it because it wasn't just about football, it was about the social history. So, right. that's, why, yeah. that's why we liked it. And and I'm going and I'm going to try and go away and figure out my um well continue my wife's uh my wife's sort of like pop cultural knowledge because my wife has terrible terrible pop culture knowledge so until we got married she hadn't seen any of the Back to the Future movies she didn't she hadn't seen any of the Lethal Weapons until she met me hadn't seen any of the Diehards so we have this constant... oh, she, she hasn't missed she hasn't missed much then Tobes. <laughs> That's that sounds <laughs> like a discussion for another time, but <laughs> but it's um but I uh, so I end up having to do all these things, especially now when she gets home from work at the hospital, she wants to watch something happy. So I have to have like a repository of happy things that I think she might like to watch. Oh, good. So we're gonna go find a uh, I think Hunt for the Wilder People is always top of my list. It's like Hunt for the Wilder People. Watch that. I, Sunshine on Leaf is a happy film. Yeah, another film that we saw Best recently. Is a happy film. Oh, Inside Out. We saw Inside Out as well, and yeah, she. Oh, maybe we'll watch Coco. Coco's an amazing film. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not a bad one, yeah. That might, that might be what I go see tonight. I might go see Coco. But anyway, just all that's left to say until next week when we will be, well, next week when we'll be playing Yatish's interview and we'll be hearing okay. all this sort of stuff is a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye, a goodbye from, me. from me. Ooh. And a goodbye from us. <laughs> We're going to have to practice that. <laughs> until next week, guys. See ya. Yeah.